Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode in her space, I didn't think I could make it. And I was either depending on an apology from someone that may have wronged me or betrayed me and waiting on that apology as a prerequisite to my healing. So it's like, I'm not going to heal until you, you accept you know, responsibility for what you did and apologize. Well, that's not how it always works, right? There's also a sense of, well, how do I come out of this? And so it's not just kind of leaving the listener, just kind of waiting in the wings or hanging in the balance of, well, I don't know what to do next. I'm just going to sit and wallow. No, it talks to us. The music speaks to us about, okay, well, I'm going to feel the feelings. Welcome to Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts. Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Right. I got a little something different for us for our quote of the day. Music is a world within itself. It's a language we all understand. Who do we think that quote is by? If you are really into music, then you know already. That's Stevie Wonder. And in today's episode, as we dive into Black Music Month, we are going to talk about music. And if you've been rocking with us for a while, you know that we have quoted music lyrics or song lyrics multiple times in a variety of episodes for a variety of reasons. And what we want to do today is talk about the influence of music in our lives. How music can be that thing that you go to for a breakup, for a celebration, or just to feel good. So, lady, are we ready? Ladies, are we ready? All right, let's dive on in. So, Dom, I want to know, what did music mean in your household growing up? Music had a variety of different meanings in my household. So. And I think it depends on the perspective of the person who you ask in my household, right? Mm, Interesting. So my mom did not like to play current music. And let me not say, let me back up. Let me not say she didn't like to play. Her preference was to play Prince. That was her favorite artist, right? And she would play Prince. And then she would listen to other artists like Al Green and Stevie Wonder and Marvin Gaye, the Commodores, Earth, Wind & Fire. 
Sam Cooke, like a lot of what today we really call like old school artists, mm-hmm. right? So for my eight-year-old, 10-year-old, 14-year-old self, I'm like, the hell is this? Like, <laughs> I need the music that's being played on a local radio yes. station. So for me, music was about being connected to what's current. But I also know that there were parts of my childhood where I would connect to that the old school music that my mom was listening to. And now as an adult, I love it. Mm. Like Prince is still one of my favorite people to listen to. And and so for me, it music also is like a thing of like nostalgia. Mm, yes. Oh my gosh. I would agree. I think for me, music was so important. Like music for me growing up, I love to listen to music. I it was like a way for me to escape what I was going through in my current reality. It was therapeutic. It was cathartic. I mean, it was it was just magical. Now the thing about it is in my household, we were only allowed to listen to gospel music. So I grew up in a very religious household where like Okay, let me just tell y'all that some people listening are going to be like, oh, yeah, that sounds familiar. And to a lot of people, I'm going to sound crazy. But there's literally, um, you got Kirk Franklin, you have Fred Hammond, Yolanda Adams, right? But there was also gospel rap music. And because I, I wasn't allowed to listen to like radio music, mm-hmm. we listened to rap music, but it was gospel. So groups like Gospel Gangsters, that was an actual group. And I remember the songs. The songs were actually lit. You can actually Google this, Gospel Gangsters. They had some really good songs. But my cousins used to... <laughs> Dom is laughing at me. <laughs> my cousin. <laughs> my cousins. Okay, wait. Let me get it together. My cousins used to tease me. And it's funny because recently my cousin was talking to my husband and he's like, yeah, she used to only listen to gospel music and Disney music. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we were like kind of corny. Well, we were looked at as corny because we were not allowed to listen to it like my parents didn't play that. But of course, I still listen to it. So I used to sneak and listen to it on my little Walkman, my Walkman and my CD player. Remember those Walkman? Yes, girl, the FM and AM station. I would like turn my music to the hip hop, local hip hop station and listen to my Wendy Williams, but she was on Power 99. And so for me, like I got my music from home, right? The gospel music we listened to was so amazing, but I also listened to my, my, uh, my radio music as well. So I kind of had these two like musical lives, like where the cool music that my parents didn't know I was listening to and then the gospel music. But music has always been like very therapeutic. We were, you know, sang the choir at church and things like that. So it was also like very healing, I think, for me being able to kind of escape and like go on these journeys with the artist. Yeah, I think that there is so much that can be said about music. Right. And I think about like as you were talking, like one of the things that came up for me was growing up in New Orleans, I was growing up in the 80s and 90s when bounce music was just popping off. So like DJ Jubilee was like the thing. And so like he was the artist. And so like I remember my mom, like I said, did not like us listening to or wasn't really listening to newer stuff Mm -hmm. in the household. But I remember that was a thing that like you we would listen to like the local station yeah. and listen to bounce music and I'm not mu- I'm not much of a dancer 
But that would be the thing that we would like, my sisters and I would like try to learn the dances. And then, you know, and so I remember as I, as we're having this conversation, like, it's just like I said earlier, like the nostalgia, like talking about it now is like bringing up so many like fond memories and stuff, right? Like it has, music can take you to so many different places. Mm -hmm. And so like one of the things from my childhood, there was, I remember when I was six years old, there was this song uh, called Congratulations by Vesta Williams. Google it because we don't have the rights to play any of this music. Uh, unfortunately. So, I, oh, uh, I know. Wouldn't that I be really so want, dope? I want everybody to dive in with us I and know. really hear the songs. So just, you know, you might have to take a while to listen to this episode so like you can pause and you can go and look up these yes, songs. Yes, listen to the song, resume, listen to the song. Yes, do yes, that. that. I think that'll make it a much more enjoyable experience. So the first song you want to look up is <laughs> Congratulations by Vesta Williams. And I remember being in grade school and every morning as I was getting ready for school, like I would call the local radio station and request that they would play that song. Now, for those of you that have already gone and press pause and listened to the song, that song is such a sad song. It's it's about a woman who sees her ex marrying somebody else. And she's watching the wedding from afar. And she it's such a, a sad, like emotional song at six years old. Now at six, I, what do we know about relationships, right? <laughs> what do we know about marriage? None of the trauma. Most mm. of us didn't know anything about that trauma, right? But I felt it like in my soul. That's like, so I deep. felt her pain. Wow. And that's like one of the first memories I have of like just the power of music. Mm, that's a really good one. Dom. I don't know for me, yo, it used to be so important to learn all the lyrics. Like you had to know. And I'm like, I remember one of my, um, I think it may have been my grandparent, like a grandfather. Someone said like, if you knew your studies, the way you know them, them lyrics, but I was like, honestly, our brains are so powerful because I can literally, you can play a throwback one of my songs. I can give you, I can sing the whole song like today, even though I haven't listened to it in years. But I used to like line by line. I used to look at the lyrics on azlyrics.com because I had to know my songs when they came on. And I think about one song for me that, and of course, okay, let's just get the jokes out of the way. My first concert was Kirk Franklin concert. Okay. Go ahead, Dom. Laugh no at me. Shame, it's cool. No My parents took me to a Kirk Franklin concert. It makes sense based on Yeah, it makes sense. Yes. But I started going to lit concerts after that, just FYI. But no, we went to a Kirk Franklin concert. And I would say one of the songs for me that was like one of my favorite just growing up was Stomp. Kirk Franklin. Yeah. Make me clap my hands. Make you want to. Yes. Like, okay, that's okay. my. And that song for me was just so fun because we used to dance and play around. We we listened to a lot of music in my household and also in the car. My dad loved to sing. And we just had so many good memories around music, right? Even when you think about, you know, block parties back in Philly on the East Coast, like they would play loud music. We would just all dance. I mean, when you think about line dancing and like all the songs, it's just music really has a way of bringing people together and sort of transcending race, culture, class and all that because we all just like to move. You ever just be somewhere and you hear a song and it's like a throwback and people just like Michael Jackson, right? 
everybody's up dancing. Everybody's, you know, some everybody's doing something, whether you're tapping your foot, your shoulders moving. I mean, music is just that powerful. It really is. And it's like, you know, I think about as I got older, songs that really started to resonate with me based on things that I was going through. Although that Busta song should have been a hit for my life. <laughs> like how I would resonate with, with yes, music. Yes. But okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to toss out a few lyrics and I'm going to pause, let you take a moment and try and guess. And then we'll tell you what it is and what the song really means for us. So the first one. Now, mind you, I'm not going to sing. I'm just going to read oh, these lyrics. Oh, Don. You're not going to share the vocals, though? Listen, I am not. I don't want to hurt, hurt anybody's ears. I feel okay? you. I can't I don't want to hurt their ears. I feel so. you. <laughs> While all the time that I was loving you, you were busy loving yourself. I would stop breathing if you told me to. Now you're busy loving someone else. 11 years out of my life. Besides the kids, I have nothing to show. Wasted my years, a fool of a wife. I should have left your ass a long time ago. Woo child. You know what song that is? For those who don't know, that is Mary J. Blige, Not Gonna Cry, from the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack. When I think about when I hear that song, when I first heard that song, again, that was one of those songs where I felt her pain, right? And at that time, I wasn't fully, I wasn't old enough to be fully aware of what it really meant. But as I reflect back now, like I, like the song is so, she's dealing with a, she's not only she dealing with a relationship breakup, but it feels like she's saying she's dealing with a narcissist. Mm. But then also going through this thing of, okay, well, I am going, I'm going to press on. I'm going to be resilient. And she's working out all the emotions of how to deal with moving on from this relationship, like wrestling through, like, what lessons do I need to take away from being in this relationship? She's talking through her regret. She's talking through all the things that she gave for this relationship. How many of us can say that we've been in a relationship where we where the relationship is ending and we're like, nah, man, I may, I might be mad at myself about some of the choices I made, but I can't sit and wallow. I got to keep pushing forward. Yeah, that's deep. I think it's so it's so powerful as a creative to be able to process and like share that pain with other people. So so, so I want to say beautifully where they connect with it that deeply. Cause imagine all the breakup songs we've heard. I know there are tons of songs. Like one song I think of is so sick of love songs, Neo. That was like my, um, I don't know what grade I was in, but like little old school heartbreaks when I was a baby and haven't really experienced anything. Um, that was a song for me that was just like, it was just so on point. And Neo is so talented, but the way he writes and how you're like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Cause when our song comes on the radio, I'm so sad and I wish it would stop playing. And then it's just, um, yeah, it's interesting how those moments like stick with us. I think of a song and I was going to sing the lyrics, even though I can't sing, but I figured when I listen to this episode, I'm going to regret doing so. Um, so I'm not going to sing. Wait, 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 wait,
wait now. Hold on. Hold on now. <laughs> you, I want to so bad. I want to so bad. But I literally, I sound like a, a dying animal when I sing. It's really bad. Except for oh, when okay. I'm in the shower. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. On oh, that. yeah. Yeah, like in the shower, in the car, I'm the best. <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, I can't do acapella. Not fire ladies. I don't want to hurt y'all's ears. <laughs> exactly. So this song I'm really excited about is such a fun song, and the lyrics go. Can't let this thing called love get away from you. Feel free right now. Going, do what you want to do. Can't let nobody take it away from you, from me, from we. Now, I can't say the lyrics. I got to sing it. I just got to sing it. Go All right. It. You want to sing it with me, Dom? <laughs> no, you do not want to sing it with me. Okay. So nah, nah, nah. here's, okay, I'll just sing my favorite part. I'm so embarrassed. All right, let's do it. Don't look at me, Dom. You're going to make me laugh. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, let me just, we should drink some wine before this episode. All right. So I like what I see when I'm looking at me and I'm walking past the mirror. No stress through the night at time in my life. Ain't worried about if you feel. Okay, I think I got to re-redo this because this is not going to be good. <laughs> okay. Bring it together. My life's just fine, 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 fine. Woo! <laughs> Yes, and you already know who that is. I, I'm sure you knew it from the first line, but that is Mary J. Blige as well. And when I think about that song, that is a song I remember vividly listening to when I was going through my own just personal battles of, you know, struggling with confidence or self-esteem. That was like my, at one point, it was like my morning sort of routine where I would listen to that song, get hyped up. It's a nice song to dance to. I would listen to that even before speaking engagements to get myself in the right mind space. And I mean, how can you not like a song that talks about loving what you see when you look in the mirror, right? So yeah, that's definitely one of my favorites there. Yeah, I you know, I hear that song and coming on the heels of us going over not gonna cry, Mary just like like she embodies her music embodies us going through all the emotions, right? Mm-hmm. And I've heard controversy of like whether or not Mary, like there's kind of, you know, whether or not Mary can really sing and, you know, and some people really like Mary and other people are like, oh, I can't stand her. But what I appreciate about Mary is what her music does is that no matter what your opinion of her is, we've all been in one of those spots or both where she's talking about heartbreak. But then she comes out of it and she's excited about life, excited about herself and expressing this confidence that all of us are trying to get to, all of us are hoping to experience, right? And so I think that's the biggest piece that I take away from her music Mm -hmm. is that her music literally lets us see that emotional roller coaster that we go through when we're going when we're experiencing different things in life. Yes. That's so spot on. And also, just as a little disclaimer, when you listen to this, you're probably gonna be like, girl, why do you say this song? Dom and I were literally chatting about this over dinner and we were just like, oh my gosh, I just thought of this other song. And there's so many songs and so many moments that we could speak about that we only just zoomed into a few because you already know this conversation can go on for hours. Okay. There's so much good music out there. So we just really just did a little high level of the songs that really came to mind for us. 
And one that comes to mind for me, there are so many different Mary J. Blige songs, right? But one artist that I also enjoy is India Ari. And she has a ton of music, right? We know like I'm Not My Hair, Brown Skin, and so many others. But one song in particular off of her Songversation, I think it's called Songversation album, that I've been playing that has been helping me through my time is called Just Let It Go. And this song, just listen to these lyrics. I wish I could read the whole song because it's just so powerful, but you have to look this up and listen to it. And basically she starts off by saying, you've been through so much, so many ups and downs. You've given your love, but never liked the way it turned out. You closed off your heart and you carried the weight like a million rocks on your shoulders, but you don't have to wait for an apology. I'm going to say that one more time. Did you hear that? Because yes, like when yes. she said that, I said, you better pray, praise him. Okay. I wanted to shout in the bathroom, Dom. You don't have to wait for an apology or for someone else to make amends. When you remember that your healing is in your hands, just let it go inch by inch. Just let it go and do it again. Just let it go. One day you'll see. Just let it go. You set yourself free. God damn. And when I when you hear how beautiful, you know, India Harvey's voice is so beautiful. When you hear it, if you haven't heard it, it's so beautiful. It made me cry for sure. But when I think about my life and situations that I was in where I didn't think I could make it. And I was either depending on an apology from someone that may have wronged me or betrayed me and waiting on that apology as a prerequisite to my healing. So it's like, I'm not going to heal until you you accept you know responsibility for what you did and apologize. Well, that's not how it always works, right? People have ego. Some people, they may pass away and you may never get to have the conversation or they just might not be in a place where they are able to recognize their wrongdoing. And we have to know that our healing is really in our hands. And it made me think about situations where I looked up and I was like, oh my gosh, I healed myself. I was able to get myself through this tough situation. And man, it's just such a beautiful song if you listen to it from beginning to end. And she has another song that I think like come as as soon as you started with the lyrics on that one, another song came up for me that kind of speaks to the same thing. Uh, it's called Private Party. Girl! Yes, that is one of my favorites. So, Talk about it. Yes. So I'm going to read a couple of lyrics. Mm. I'm having a private party. Ain't nobody here but me, my angels, and my guitar singing, baby, look how far we've come. I'm having a private party, learning how to love me, celebrating the woman I've become. And then it goes a little deeper into saying, you know, she's going to take off all her clothes, look at herself in the mirror have a conversation, heal the disconnection. She can't remember exactly where it started, but in this moment, this is where it's going to end. She's acknowledging like her body is beautiful. She needs to celebrate it. And I think that's one of the things that like I love about a lot of her song lyrics. It's about no matter what hard time you're going through, taking a moment to recognize that, wait, hold on, you are worth celebrating. Yes. And when I think of that song, that was one of my favorites. And that song in particular was big for me when it came to body image. And I used to have private parties with myself and I followed the lyrics. I would just look in the mirror at my body and basically just look at myself until I began to love myself. And it's like, instead of pointing out all the flaws, it would be like, okay, no, let's talk about the things we're grateful for. I've been really in a space of gratitude lately um, because I think it's so important to get our ourselves energetically in that space because our body is ready to receive when we are gracious and we're we're thankful for the things that we have. And so even looking in the mirror and maybe you can't find something that you love, but I'm thankful for 
this ability that I have, right? Some people don't have the ability to wake up and go to the bathroom on their own. My body allows me to do that. That's pretty damn big, you know? That right there, the, the ability to get up and go to the bathroom, like just acknowledging something that we take for granted mm-hmm. and recognizing the importance of it is so important. And I think like pointing out the ability to get up and go to the bathroom and acknowledging that something that we take for granted is really a big deal and really worth celebrating and really worth looking at like the little things. And as I'm saying that, I feel like NDRE also has a song called It's the Little Things. But mm, but, you, but, so. but see how easy that is, like the, the influence of music that yes. as we're talking, like easily some song lyrics can come to mind that resonate with a moment that you might be in. Mm-hmm. And that also speaks to how we need to be careful what we let into our spirit and our psyche and not to be like super extra because don't get it twisted. I love my ratchet music, right? But I think if we're listening to something that makes us like that puts us in a really dark place, sometimes it's like, mm, maybe I don't need to listen to this, uh, even if it brings back a memory. But if it doesn't put you in a good place energetically and just doesn't make you feel good, then it's probably good to not listen to that. Or if it, if it, if it communicates a negative message to you, and again, makes you feel bad. Eh. It's okay to put that down and walk away from it. And also being mindful of like how that music influences you. Like I know for me, and I've talked about this on a previous episode, that like when I'm listening to music with a heavy, uh, most of the time if I'm listening to rap, I'll get something with a really good beat. If I'm in my car, I notice that unless I'm in traffic, like I'll have the tendency to drive faster. Oh, you better preach. Because I'm like on it with the music and like, girl, girl. I just take off. I'm in my zone. Yes. You are speak. I'm like, you, I'm resonating down because that is me. With, and honestly, it doesn't really, usually it's fast music, but if it's like a song that I like, oh, it's a rap. It's just like, you just, you, yeah, it, get, it gets a little scary. So um, I'm going to, I'm having some flashbacks. Um, what other songs, Dom, speak to you? Give us some lyrics, girl. So I was having a hard time thinking about like music, like music lyrics that are current, mm-hmm. that are really speaking to me. But like as we were really talking, having our conversation over dinner, a couple of songs came up for me from childhood. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to toss one at you. Okay. And it's just a few, a couple of lines. Okay. When I was 17, I did what people told me. I did what my father said and let my mother mold me. But that was long ago. And now I'm in control. That's a song by Janet. Now that song, now mind you, again, that song came out when I was a child, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, that, that speaks to the stuff that I was listening to as a child. But as I hear that song now and reflect on it as an adult, like in those moments in childhood, like I was bopping along with it. But as an adult listening to it, like that song makes so much sense. Like at 17, you're right on that cusp of leaving childhood and trying to be an adult not quite there yet but you think you're there and but you really are developmentally in the space of recognizing that the influence of your parents 
might not be in your parents' desires and dreams and wishes might not be what you want. And recognizing, at least within this song, Janet is speaking to not letting other people dictate who she is and who she wants to become. And I think that's such a powerful message for young women. I would agree. I need to re-listen to that song. So again, don't take my black card. I'm sure I've heard it, but I don't recall at the moment, so I will listen to that. But I do want to say how it's so interesting that now when I hear songs that I used to listen to when I was younger, I'm like, why the hell was I listening to this song as a kid? I'm talking about Petey Pablo, Freak-a-Leak, okay? Knowing all the goddamn words. I'm talking about Pretty Ricky, Grind on You, and Playhouse. I mean, all these songs that I was listening to, and I knew every goddamn word. I Honestly, though, I was innocent to the point I didn't really know what they were talking about. Some of the some of the songs I was like, I wonder if no, like Ignition, remix to Ignition. What? Like, girl. Whoa, that's a whole I know. I was gonna right say, there. I know we're not talking about Yeah, yeah, I know. R. Kelly, yes, 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 yes. But, but yes, a lot of stuff that we were listening to, like mm-hmm. I think about Prince. And like I said, yeah. I love Prince. Yeah. Prince has some lyrics that he has one song called Pussy control. Oh, see, I never. Now, mm. I encourage people to go and look up the lyrics to that song and really learn, like, really learn mm-hmm. the lyrics to that song. But as a kid, yeah, no, shouldn't have been listening to it. Ooh. But as an adult, mm-hmm. it for me, it really speaks to being in control of of myself. Yeah, Ooh. and female empowerment. Mm-hmm. And to me, for Prince to sing about female empowerment, that's reason number 675, why yes, I love Mr. Prince. Yes. <laughs> but, but I think that that's also important too when, when we talk about like the influence of music on us, how the role the artist may play in the message, like the, the messages that the artist is sending and the role that that plays in our lives. Mm-hmm. So if we're, t- like you said, if we're taking in stuff that really isn't going to be helpful to our development based on how we're taking it in in that moment, right? So I could listen to Prince as a grown woman and appreciate all his complexities because People like to say that Prince focused solely on sex, but he was much more than that. Mm-hmm. And so as an adult, I can step in and really take in the complexities of what he was speaking to. As a child, I'm seeing stuff and I have no clue what I'm seeing, but it's still seeping into my subconscious and having an influence on my decision making. That's a good point. And rest in peace to Prince. I still can't believe he's gone. That's just so it doesn't even seem real, which is just bizarre. So I have one more song that I want to share. This song means a lot to me. And as you can guess, it's by Kirk Franklin. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> so this song, oh my gosh, if you have not heard this, you gotta YouTube it and watch the video. It's called Imagine Me. And the lyrics, oh, I wish I could sing the or or read the whole song, but I'll only do a little snippet. And it says, imagine me 
Loving what I see when the mirror looks at me because I imagine me in a place of no insecurities and I'm finally happy because I imagine me letting go of all the ones who hurt me because they never did deserve me. Can you imagine me saying no to thoughts that try to control me? Remembering all you told me, Lord, can you imagine me over what my mama said and healed from what my daddy did? And I want to live and not read that page again. And that song. Like when you watch the video, you will probably be in tears. And I remember being at my grandmother's house with my dad. This was probably like either a few months or maybe even a year before he passed away. And we were like in the room in my grandmother's house in one of the back rooms. And we were watching, I think we were watching the video together. And we were just like engrossed. It was so good. And we were just looking at it. And I remember just tearing up. And I was like, wow, this song is so powerful. And I listened to that song a lot. And it just... I mean, it talks about just imagining you really being your best self. So I would definitely recommend listening to that song. It's a good one. Well, I think that that really, like you said, like like we were saying, have been saying throughout this whole episode that like how we're taking it in, like the power and the influence of the lyrics and what it can really, how it can really speak to us and motivate us in a sense right because if we look at all the songs that we've kind of talked about like some of the songs that we mentioned talked about like relationship breakup right but it's also even within that as they're talking about relationship breakup there's also a sense of well how do I come out of this and so it's not just kind of leaving the listener just kind of waiting in the wings or hanging in the balance of well, I don't know what to do next. I'm just going to sit and wallow. No, it talks to us. It, the music speaks to us about, okay, well, I'm going to feel the feelings, but then I'm going to take a step forward. And it might take a long time, but I'm going to take us, I'm taking steps forward. And to quote our girl, Mary J, I'm going to be just fine. Hey. And as far as like some of our, I mean, again, we could not cover all the songs, but when you think about albums and some of your top favorites, what are some of those songs that come to mind for you? As far, well, I can't narrow it down. So I can list some out. I can share some of my favorite artists, yep. right? So in terms of thinking about the music that really like speaks to me and, and for a variety of ways, Maxwell is one mm-hmm. of my favorite artists. He's up there in my top five. Mm-hmm. Um, and so pretty much all of his albums. Uh, TLC. Mm, girl. Crazy Sexy Cool was like yes. one of the best albums ever. Yeah. Uh Lauren Hill. Yes. Miseducation of Lauren mm-hmm. Hill. Like that, that album. I could listen to that album today in its entirety. Yeah. And still sing my heart out for other people not to hear, but yes. I can still <laughs> sing my heart out to that to that album. Um I'm a big fan of Stevie Wonder, Mm -hmm. Al Green, all those artists that I mentioned at the beginning that I was like, as a kid, I hated. And I wish my mom would like get rid of that eight track. Mm -hmm. And like, cause she was listening to, still had eight tracks back then. Um, I like those people now. Like, and more than like, Mm -hmm. like, I love those people. I get excited. Like I've gone to Stevie Wonder concert, you know, and oh my gosh, that was like one of the, one of the best concerts ever in really? life. I'm not Stevie, surprised, but that's just super dope. Stevie Wonder songs in the key of life. Oh, one of the best. Really? That's so dope. I have a lot of 
Well, I think I would definitely name some of your songs. I don't know a lot of the albums, but I know my my parents and grandparents and even like family people my age too listen to a lot of like Marvin Gaye and you know, Aretha Franklin, Patti LaBelle, those are all classics, right? right? As far as like, I would say more current, obviously Beyonce, right? Yeah. I think of one of her songs, Irreplaceable, was a good one. But I, I just like a lot of her music. I mean, Destiny's Child, I mean, Say My Name, I mean, Bills, 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 all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Girl, Solange, A Seat at the Table, that album was so bomb. I played that so much. My husband was ready to, I think he was ready to move out because I just played it on loud all the time. <laughs> Um, that was a really great album. I mean, you have to play it. All you the have time. to play like, it, girl. When it first got released, I was just like, "This is speaking to my soul." I mean, cranes in the sky. It was just so good. Even Nicki Minaj. I like some Cardi B. When you get into like the ratchet music, now not necessarily speaking about the people, right? Not liking them as people, but maybe just the music because some people have questionable. You're just like, "What are you doing?" Like Chris Brown, he's been my like. You know, I feel like we go way back because I literally followed him since he started and we were the same age. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this little cute black boy. And like watching him grow. Uh, but all his music. I mean, he's super talented. Yeah. Then you got like some new artists like Meg the Stallion. You got she's like she's dope. And I mean, this is we talking ratchet music right now. So get ready. Um, Who else? We got some rappers up in there. But Saweetie from the Bay. So Weedy has oh, some yeah, good yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, the Migos. Um, so, I mean, that's not necessarily – maybe it's motivational. Some of it might be motivational to you, but it's like good turn-up music. I listen to a lot of trap music when I'm in the gym. That's what gets me going. When I'm working out and pushing them, pushing that metal, lifting them weights, that's the music that gets me going. Yeah, I just think that, like, music itself, wow, is so, so powerful, like we've been saying. And so in honor of Black Music Month, I hope that after you listen to this episode, you go and maybe look up some of the artists that we named that you hadn't heard of yet and maybe download some new music, like support our black artists and drop a line in the Her Space Sanctuary and let us know, like, what are some of your favorite songs for empowerment or to dance to or just whatever? Just let us know what your favorite songs are and why so that maybe we can all start like our own little HerSpace playlist. And you can find a link to the HerSpace Sanctuary in the show notes. So be sure to take a look there. And our community is still very small. We're still evolving and growing. So make sure you get in while you can and engage with Dom and I because we want to know you. We want to learn more about you. So be sure to request to join that group and complete. There's like three really quick questions just to make sure we um, are sifting through and making sure that we have good people in the group. But apply and we will accept you and invite you so we can chat. Thanks for joining us today in Her Space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast, or check out our website at HerSpacePodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I release what no longer serves me to manifest what I desire. Thanks for joining us. 
We'll see you next week, ladies.